This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 134 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we share our favorite riding breeches. Patty shares her experience using PIVO. In Critter Nutrition, we focus on part two of the Corsetan story. And in Coffee Clutch, we ask, if your dog could play a musical instrument, what would it be? Listen in. Tigger. And I'm Patty. And I'm Coach Jen. I'm here to wrangle these two ladies. We stop by twice a month in your earbuds, <laughs> and we geek out on all things healthy for all things critter. And one of the things that we have found that's healthy for the human psyche is playing with and talking about puppies. <laughs> yes. I, come on. Right? Right. And if you're not a regular listener, you might not know, but Tigger has puppies right now. I Actually, more, more accurately, one of your dogs has puppies, right? C- correct. Although I've pretty much taken over the mother role since um, she's no longer nursing them. And what's really funny is I took them for a little walk on the driveway today with their canine mother. They followed me, not her. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm the person who delivers the food now You're the and person who delivers the, the food. bed and, you know, uh, waits on them hand and foot. <laughs> well, how old are they now as we speak? They uh, will be eight weeks um, on uh, the 20th of May. And at eight weeks, wow. are, they are out and about and running all over oh. the place. Yes, they are out and about. They're into everything. Um, they regularly break free of their um, whelping area and make a beeline for my bedroom and the bathroom where all the laundry is. Oh, and yes, they grab socks, underwear, bras, and then they start playing tug of war. <laughs> there we go. Now, at, at eight weeks of age, how is house training going? Uh, with half of them, it's going really well. The other half are like, yeah, we don't care. Oh, yeah. Potty training challenges, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, they get their shots this week at eight weeks. So they'll have their first visit to the vet. And last week, I took a couple of them to Biostar. So they had a a big car ride. Nobody got car sick. That was nice. And um, every the puppies got picked up and ran around production. And they were just little rock stars. I was really proud of them, that they were so confident mm-hmm. um, and didn't mind people picking them up and lick their faces and um, annoyed the other dogs at the office. <laughs> <laughs> So what do the other pack members at your home think of the puppies? Because you don't, you have five adults? Eight. Eight. Adults. There we, excuse me. Eight adult Aussies. So what do they think of these interlopers? 
Not much. (laughs) (laughs) The only one that likes them and plays with them and considers them his is Keen, the year and a half year old. He thinks they're absolutely wonderful. um, And he, you know, he tries to herd them. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's, he's great with them. I mean, he's fantastic with them. The others growl, lift their lips, uh, make unpleasant noises, and don't want puppies anywhere near them. Interesting. Well, that's that way the puppies get a well-rounded education on um, hanging out with other dogs, right? Well, you know what is so funny is um, some of them are relentless. <laughs> One that's- whose name shall remain. <laughs> she, she just... She doesn't take no answer from another dog. She's like, oh, come on. I'm so adorable. Let me lick your lips. And the dog is going, oh, oh. And then she just falls back on her back. <laughs> yeah, she plays the puppy card. Oh, my gosh. Big time. I'm too cute. You can't be angry. Uh, I'm too cute. Yeah, exactly. What do you mean you don't think I'm the most marvelous little creature on earth? What's wrong with you, dude? At about what age do you start teaching them about leashes? Eight weeks. About about there? Yeah. And I'm, uh, because I've got, you know, a couple, I've got one going to Canada um, that I've definitely got to um, get acquainted with a leash um, since they're driving him up. So they'll be stopping and Mm -hmm. potting him and. Um, I really like slip leads. They're my favorite. Um, so when she comes down to get him, I'm going to teach her how to use a slip lead, send her home with a slip lead. Um, I like it because being a rider, I like to be able to release the pressure. Mm-hmm. And I think it's harder with a collar and then a snap and then the leash. Um I I just don't find that I have the connection with a dog like I could do with a slip collar. And you can release it so quickly Mm -hmm. that the dog has no pressure. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like harnesses because harnesses to me are just asking the dog to pull just in a different way. I know a lot of people like them, but, you know, what are they they pull sleds in? Harnesses. Mm -hmm. So um, so I'm, I'm big on... On slip leads and showing the puppy with my hand what direction we're going to go in. Now, of course, it's small, so that means you do have to bend down, but you're going <laughs> to direct. Ne- next, they'll follow where your hand is going. So next, you're, next episode, we're going to be chatting with Tigger, and Tigger's going to say, "Yes, I slipped a disc teaching." Yeah, the puppy. my lumbago. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll have a different There we go. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I don't expect them to heal or anything. I just expect them to, I just want them to follow my hand. Yeah. That's it at this point. There we go. Cool. Well, so. thank, thank you very much for the puppy update. Excuse it's been me. fun following their progress audibly. Yes. Um, and it, it's been, yeah. um, you know, puppies are incredible teachers. I saw mm-hmm. that. I saw that there was a blog post from the puppies. Over on yes. US. Um, oh, I have to go see. They, it's surprising because, you know, they're just little babies, but they impart a lot of, you know, patience. You have to be really patient with puppies. 
um, and and tender. It's different than with an adult dog. And when you have them, you, you really patience and and compassion have to run pretty strong because they can be very frustrating. Like just that. because they're young and they're they're they do silly things like try to you know eat the cell phone charger yeah, and eat things that puppies really shouldn't be eating. Yeah, yeah exactly because uh-huh. they they know the world through their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I you know I those are those are good lessons, mm-hmm. especially the patience. You know, mm-hmm. and to be able to sit back and observe them and be in the moment like they are. You know, you, you, you just disconnect from everything and your only reality is watching these puppies. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that exists. And so being in the moment in that way is, I, I think, really healthy. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. But we have other exciting things to talk about. We do have other exciting <laughs> things to talk about. Um, like um, uh, Patty's and mine... A ridiculous obsession with breeches. Uh-huh. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to I'm going to say it's breeches, not britches. I actually I went down that rabbit hole uh, a few days back. Oh, you did? I, yes, I got to thinking: is it really breeches versus britches? Are the ones that you ride yeah. a horse in really officially called breeches versus britches? What, which is what my great grandma used to call pants yeah um and so i started digging around and i could not find any um resource that said that the ones that you ride a horse in are officially breeches versus britches that is so interesting i because i to tell you the truth like i like when you when you were saying that and you said it you know it's it's breeches or britches like i think i say both i do too i and I and I'm trying to think like when I when I would if I spell it how am I spelling it? But I think I normally say I do I say breeches no breeches. Oh my gosh! Now I don't know. That's so weird. <laughs> so how did you say breeches? I say both now, now breeches I'm, and breeches. Okay, okay. So Jen, what 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 were you saying before you even thought of like you would say breeches? It's always been breeches in my world. Bre- are you saying? Breeches or breeches? Breeches with two E's. Okay. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It's always huh. been breeches. So there we go. Well, so let's, anyhow. Let's get to our breeches obsession. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our breeches obsession. <laughs> now, yeah. now, Tigger, when yes. you were actively competing, you were actively competing in dressage. Is that right? Yes. Before that, it was eventing. So you were an eventer and a dressage rider. Yeah. And when you were actively competing, what was your riding trouser of choice? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I've, been, I've been riding for many, many years, so the styles and stuff have changed quite a lot <laughs> since, uh, you know, like when I was a kid, we I wore jodhpurs that, had, you know, blew me. They were like voluminous um but that was the style back then um i would say in the more recent past um kentucky's fit me really well the cores Mm -hmm. wear like iron um they're an expensive breach but what i liked about them was 
man, you could get a lot of wear out of a Pacor. And, you know, some like Schumacher didn't fit me that well. And then there's, you know, this breach would change and it was high waisted and then it was low waisted. And um, I wish they would just sort of stay with, with one area. I um, personally, but, um, you know, one sort of fit. But I was a color. I was into. Yeah. <laughs> I had red. I had pink. I had orange. I had things with stripes and plaid. And I mean, mm-hmm. anything that was new and different, I was all about it. You had the oh, yeah. plaid oh, ones, yeah. did you? I, I did. I had really pretty, pretty blue Kentucky herringbone plaid. You know, not a big, mm. big plaid, a, you know, a tasteful plaid. And did you, did you have the pleated front ones? I did. Yeah. Those oh, yeah. were all, they were the rage. They were the rage. Yeah. Oh, and I got to tell you, after you had a couple kids, they were great. <laughs> because I, because, because I got to tell you, I needed those pleats. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were, oh my gosh, they were I haven't thought about those. And I, I, oh yeah. Tigger, do you remember, I don't know if you remember these, but my mother-in-law and I had a pair of hunting scene Cavallos. Yes, they I were, do. You I do. They were the most beautiful bridge ever. Yeah. Breach ever. Yep. 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 Pant. Oh, <laughs> Pant. I, yeah. I coveted those. Yeah, coveted. you did. And I think we, I, I think I even tried to find them, but I don't know if you guys remember but like when all, when all of this, when Tigger and I were talking about this time that we were doing this, cause the big thing was that they, they were putting leather, they were doing full seats. Remember when full seats came out? Well, that was the yeah, big thing. That was huge. And, and the Tigger how to wash them, but they were so expensive. And, you know, uh, and again, Picker were, were um, good ones for me too. Um, but, you know, I, oh my gosh, just having to to buy them and figure out how to deal with all the, the leather. But the Cavallos, those were the only ones I had. They were full seat, but they were all, well, they were, they had the outline of the full seat, but they only had the knee patch and, um, and they were slick. So I didn't ride them, but, but man, you could like, Oh, they were the prettiest things. Do you prettiest remember things. saddle tight? I oh, still have yeah, saddle quite. tight. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I remember saddle tight. Yes, I do. Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, man. I, the, um, fir- the first time I used it, I discovered that a little saddle tight goes a long way. Yes. Well, yeah. You, it's yeah, sort of like it's super actually, glue. It's, yeah. Well, it's, it's saddle stuck sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Because yeah. you can use too much. I found that out. No. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it was I a great way to improve your Because full seats had that sticky. The leather was, you had really pretty good contact with, at least I felt I did. With the leather of the well, saddle. Yeah, if, if you wash them properly, I mean, how many, I can't oh tell you how God, many pairs. I ruined but, so many pairs. Oh, and then I would be like, on. oh my God, I paid over $300 for these things. I know that they're tearing the inside of my thighs out because they're so rough, but I'm oh. going to wear them. But that's, but then I would do Murphy soap. Yep. And then I would wash them in Murphy soap. And so the leather would get better, but the material was not so yeah, good. Not so it was, it was a, it was, yeah, yeah, not so much. But so, I have to tell you, since that they've come out with the new like little sticky stuff that they have now, th- what a game changer! So you like, like you like um, the silicone I, I seat? I really, I really do. At first, the very first pair I think that I ever rode in was probably like a Romp, and Romp has a lot of them. 
Um, and so that's like I, a lot of the stickiness um, and some of the romps I like, and, uh, but some I really don't because it's too sticky for me. Um, the, the, the bridge that I wear now the most is called Whores. And they're real straightforward. Um, they're a little bit lower rise. O-R-Z. Yes. E, yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. very expensive and they have tons of sales, which is great. Um, but they last forever. You know, I, I live in britches. I'm in britches six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. And some of the britches that I bought five years ago are kind of now maybe wearing out. And I probably paid 130, 100, maybe tops 150, which is nothing compared to what we used to pay, you know. Um, right. But I really... Those are one of my favorite, but another company that I love, um, it's called Premier Equine. It's out of um, the UK and they have some really, really <laughs> light, nice, and you have to really look at them, but they, um, but again, with the silicone, um, but just nice lightweight fabric and they wear really well and they're super duper and they're so inexpensive. Like some of them are under a hundred dollars. So that's definitely wow. a company worth looking at. But and they'll talk, you know, short rise, you know, um, versus medium rise or long rise. Um, because when they were, do you, I don't know, there was, do you guys remember the really, really tall ones they used to do? Oh my gosh, I looked like I had no upper body. Yes, the ones <laughs> that like, come to your armpits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the like ones with the really back. wide waist. Yes. Yes, that I don't like that. Incredibly yeah, wide nothing. waistband. Yes. I didn't like those. Yes. Yeah. It felt like a girdle. Yeah, no. Yeah. The, when, when you were actively riding Tigger, um, did you have a preference for full seats because you were doing dressage or were you also a full seat gal when you were doing eventing? No, they didn't have full seats when I was eventing. Full back seats had the, not been invented yet. No, it was back before the earth's crust cooled. There you go. Well, <laughs> when I was, when I was eventing, when I first started, it was hard to find breeches that had leather knee patches. Most of them had a self knee patch. Yeah. Talk, talk yeah. about slick as all get out. You may as well just have been spraying okay. Shoshin on your pants. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Golly. I remember, yeah, no. and this is back in the 70s, um, walking into a tax store and they had rust breeches. Oh. And oh, I wow. went, I mean, that was like, I was like, holy cow, something that isn't khaki. <laughs> Yeah, that was probably that's what did at that moment something in your head exploded with glee, and that's when your uh, British obsession started. I don't absolutely. That was yeah. I I distinctly remember. I'm going to date myself, but back in the day, we did not have a tax shop in our town. We were in a, a rural town in Pennsylvania, and twice a year we would make the trek of an hour and a half down the road to Hershey Pennsylvania, Hershey, Pennsylvania, where there was a tax shop. And it was a big tax shop. It was inside of an old bank barn. So it was probably maybe five or maybe seven to 10,000 square feet. It's huge. And we would go in there and we would go bargain hunting twice a year. It was so exciting. And in the back, in the English section, which was about 500 square feet, they had a big table and it was piled three feet high with riding breeches. And they were all priced under ten dollars. Whoa! Ten dollar oh, bucket, and we would, Whoa. and we would, and year after year we would go there, and year after year it was piled high. So they had a lot of these breeches, ten dollars and under. And I had about a five dollar limit. My goal was a three dollar pair of breeches. They were tailored sportsmen. Oh, that's a really nice. Bridge. Oh my! 
for years mm-hmm. they had wow. stacks and stacks and stacks of these Taylor Sportsman breeches in the bargain table and they were dry clean only. Oh, they were? Yes, they were made of 100% acetate. I did not know that. If you stood oh at, if you were God. out in the sunshine in a tropical state, they would melt. <laughs> they had buttons at the bottom. Oh my God. And buttons on the side. Oh, oh yeah, I think I think oh they were boy. World War II surplus to tell you the truth, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I had a couple of pairs of those. Had some canary ones. Had some rust ones. <clears throat> but I had a pair of Onstad DOS. I had a pair oh of those. That's awesome. I had the full body. Suit. So did I. You did? <laughs> I had a, I, they, they, she made a pair for Phoebe. And there was a leash attached to it when she was like two years old. I'm not kidding. And she had full, like a little, like she was a toddler and there was, it was yeah. Oh my gosh. That is, I haven't thought about that in forever. Oh boy. Okay. Talk about were, bring were, yourself into breaches. They still make oh, them. Yeah. Oh my they gosh. Do? They do? They have a Facebook oh, page. Get it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would not have thought that. There they are. I, I would not get in that jumpsuit now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> they they made see talk about ahead of their time because Onstott Doss really yes. was ahead of their time. Yes, she they, was. They oh, made yeah. um, what they called their tracks breeches, which were I remember those. They were they were like the silicone. Yeah, that's that's all the yep. way down. It was it wasn't silicone. It was some other material. But talk about way ahead of your time. And this was back in the what nineties they were making these things. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. Wow, isn't that? Oh something? my god. Yeah. Oh, that is so funny. Well, this this whole thing has been yeah. fun because I've been breaches shopping. Oh, you have? I have been breaches shopping. And I went to the tax store the other day to, to surf through what's on the racks. I really like to try on the breaches before I buy them. I just Unless it's something yeah. that I already have one of. Oh, I just want to get another yeah. color. But if it's not something I've had before, yeah. I really want to put them on. Oh, you have to try it on. And yep. I went in there. It was really, re- and they probably have... 500 pairs of breeches in that store. They have a Whoa. lot of pants. I I had a hard time finding a pair of breeches that did not have the silicone knees because I can't do that. I can't do the silicone knees. I'm too much of a knee gripper because uh, there's not enough material there. I need more protection, please. So, and I had a really hard time finding pants that had wow. actual knee patches. And I went up to this customer service what? counter and I said, do you guys have like regular knee patch breeches? And she said, oh, they're really not in right now. <laughs> Oh. oh my gosh! So they're 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 great in there. They they have great customer service in our local store. And they said, well, if if it's a company we work with, we can order in what you want. You don't have to keep them. You know, we can order them in. We just put them on the rack if you don't keep them. If they're in stock, because like everything else in the universe, yeah, yep. you know, a lot of that stuff is out of stock right now. So maybe next month, if I have any success, because I'm trying to find both knee patches. And a cell phone pocket in the same pair of riding breeches, and I've only oh, found, wow. I've only found probably three different um, models that have both. Wow! So we'll see how it goes, and and two. Yeah, of you have them to give us an update. Yeah, because I, yeah. I ride by myself ninety nine point nine percent of the time, so I want to have my cell phone with me, and it just it just irritates me to have to put on a separate piece of equipment to carry my phone. I want them in my pants pocket. That's gotcha. not too much to ask. So, ben, what are the brands that you have found so far that have them? for our listeners? 
Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Horseware makes one. It's their Horseware mm-hmm. HW tight. I have a pair of those from the Try On World Equestrian Games and love them. They're super, super thin, lightweight material, so they're great for Florida. So that's one. Um, Iridian makes one. They're Synergy. Oh, yeah. Now, um, I need to try the Synergy on because the Synergy has three different types of material in the same pair of pants, and that might be a little too much for me. Mm. <laughs> Princess and the Pea. Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> and let me think. Um, I, Iridian also makes the Bending Line and the Essential Cargo, which are also have a pocket appropriate for a telephone. But I think the material is going to be too heavyweight for Florida wear. I'll have to try those on. Mm-hmm. And then I just found the Carrots makes their Flex 3.0 that has a, uh, a cell phone pocket. I've, I love Carrots breeches. I have four pairs of Carrots breeches that are kind of wearing out. So I'm going to have to get those because I'm not a fan of full seats, but they have what they call the articulated full seat. So it has that gap in the leather material right below your butt cheeks so that you don't have that the front stretches and the back doesn't problem. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I think okay. um, Fitz, I think, makes all of theirs that way. They have the, they're kind of a, they have a butt cheek patch and then they have a thigh patch for your full seat, which makes them more comfortable when you're not in a saddle or like I ride frequently with my stirrups quite short. And if you have a full seat riding breeches on, it's really kind of hard to, to get into that jockey position. You know, they don't, they don't stretch mm-hmm. that I will give everybody the report next time on how my shopping goes. Okay. And, and look up Onstott Das, folks, if if you're not familiar with Oh, I totally. Yeah, they sell on Etsy. Isn't that incredible? Wow. That's so cool because she was, was just this one-woman show what, doing her thing and made all kind of crazy show, cool stuff. One-woman show, she'd go to Devon. Yeah. She made yeah. all these by hand. Crazy cool I mean, stuff. It, it and was just oh, amazing. I totally forgot, forgot this part, but she also made, like, all my pregnancy bridges. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. I can't remember her name. I can see her face. Sonia Bergstrom. Sonia. Yep. Oh, my right. gosh. This is not a paid advertisement. Uh, <laughs> wow. I'll tell you what. It would be cool to get her on the show and talk to her and see what inspired her because this has been such a cool thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Do wow. you remember Do you That's remember so the funny. one she made that, that they were riding? They were deerskin riding breeches, yes. but they had fringes like the chaps. Yes. yes. Oh, those were cool. Well, I tell you, that deerskin was the most comfortable. Yeah. And you used yeah, to be able leather. to send the breeches oh. back and she would put new cloth on the deerskin because the, yep. the cloth yep. part would wear out long before the deerskin would. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Blast from the past, I'll tell you. And now, I'm sur- cool. now I'm surfing through her Etsy page going, oh, aren't they cool? <laughs> hey, maybe she, she can needs. make you one with a cell phone pocket. There we go. And the fringe. Oh my god, the oh, fringe. Sure. <laughs> the fringe. <laughs> and that is what we, yeah, we would we would want to see pictures of that. We would. Yeah, for sure. Everybody would want to see pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so oh, talk, speaking of awesome, I think it's time that we get the the podcasting the universe Pomeranian. Only talking Pomeranian on the line. Yes. 
Hello, Hetty. Hello, everyone. Who's here? Are we all here? We're all feeling good about ourselves today. We're all here. We're all feeling so good about ourselves. We've been we've been going down uh, memory lane a lot today, so we're all feeling a little bit nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we all a little teary eyed? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But we okay. have a burning question for you. Ready? If you could play a musical instrument, what would it be? A musical instrument? Oh, interesting. Hmm. Um, I suppose you're going to say a cappella is not an option. So, um, <laughs> no. Hmm. Okay. Okay. The bagpipes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so appropriate. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you don't even need to say I would like, let's just leave it there. <laughs> I feel I've answered your question. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what, what would, um, what would your other uh, pack members play? Part of your band. Oh, we have a band now. Oh my goodness. How does one integrate bagpipes into a group effort? <clears throat> well, I think that my goblin brother is definitely a drummer. <laughs> Unemployed much of the time. Cute. Gets the ladies to pay for things. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, my sister, Christabel, the proper sister, she would be the lead vocalist. Yeah, but that's not my. Oh, well, I thought we had a band. You can't just change the rules all the time. Instruments. <laughs> cello. She would play cello. Ooh, good choice. And my yeah. pseudo sister, Peas Blossom, the fluffer head, or Fufa Foof, as we call her, she would definitely be a violinist. Ah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then um, my weird sister, the one little weird one, Mustard Seed, totally a viola, totally viola. And it- she couldn't play viola. She would play oboe because of the brain damage. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. Well, that's, that's, that's I, I would love to uh, be a fly on the wall when you all rehearse. <laughs> and I, I, I'm assuming that the, the servant would be the conductor. No, she oh. would get snacks. Oh, right. Of course. Of course. She would bring snacks and she would, uh, you know, if necessary, she would drive us places, the tour bus. Oh, yes, of mm-hmm. course. For your concert. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She would do setup. Anything heavy, she would carry the cello for my sister, Christabel. My bagpipes, she would carry those. Although she would probably mess them up. You'd probably have to retune them when you got to the stage. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she had touched them. It would ruin it. it. would ruin everything. Well, I think mm-hmm. a palm orchestra would be quite fascinating yeah. and might actually get you that private jet you always wanted. <laughs> That's <true>. With Val Hunt. <laughs> orchestra palms <laughs> with Val Hunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, exactly. Thank you. 
today for Patapedia, I really wanted to share with the listeners um, about my experience recently doing virtual training with this little wonderful tool called Apivo. And um, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, but it's, um, Tigger, I don't know if you've heard about it, but yeah. it's, it's just this, it's, it's, it's for virtual training and you can, and obviously, it, you know, we're always thinking about horses, but it can be anything. It can be for sports or, you know, whatever dog training. Um, but it basically is this little tiny unit. It's not very big. It's, um, just kind of cylindrical. And on the top of it, you can clamp your phone into it. And what it does is it's, um, it's a, it, it is a virtual tool for training, but it, it, it moves with the object. So you can actually set it to, um, on horse or for, you know, put a horse on it and it zooms in and zooms out into, um, the arena. The best part about this, and I'll get into the details of all the, the things is that it's just incredibly inexpensive for $179. And actually on Amazon, if you, um, go on Amazon, they sell them for 169 and free shipping. So considering what this is, it's pretty amazing. So, okay. What you need is there certain types of phones that work better with it? Um, I think most of the people that I that I teach um, do it with their iPhone. Um, so when you get you order your Pivo, you will download the Pivo app, and when you get your Pivo, you connect it, and you can you have to go through certain types of um, settings for. Um, how you need to track it. And this is probably the most, the most difficult part of it, which is really not that difficult at all. Um, but you have a lot coming from you. I know. I know. You are not technically oriented. No. And I get very frustrated very easily. And when I say it's easy, it's because one of my clients figured it out. Yay. But, but it's, but so you just have to set up, you know, it's predictive follow. It's got to be on frenzy and all these tiny little things that make it work really well. So here's the cool thing. So much support comes with this because uh, there's a Facebook group called Pivo Meet Facebook, Facebook community. And so many people pose these amazing questions and you can learn so many neat things as you go along. So I'm going to walk you through um, like uh, how you would do it. So you get your Pivo, you get the app, you do all that. Well, me as the person that is going to be teaching the lesson, I have to download something. It, it, it's, it's called Pivo Meet. And that's actually um, the, the virtual room that you train out of. So Tigger, you're going to have a lesson with me. Um, we've scheduled it for eight o'clock in the morning. What you do is you go on to Pivo Meet and your phone is on, and you set everything up, and you send a link to me. It's so simple. You go into Pivo Meet. It, will sh- it shows you where you send the link to the person, and then you put your phone in the Pivo. You want the ca- the back camera, meaning um, you know how you can FaceTime. You want it to, uh-huh. to, you know, if you're taking a picture. So the back camera is the better camera. You set it in there. You tighten the little thing down, and um, I get the link, and then I hit join call, and then you as the person taking the lesson hit start start the call and boom you're there so you need to have um a tripod is a great suggestion you can even put it on a block if you want um i have had somebody put it on a fence post and it fell over which was funny because i kept going something is not right and then all of a sudden it was on the ground so it does need a little bit of stability um but i put it on a mounting block and it's worked great um a couple little 
tidbits with it is, um, and you also need earbuds. Um, I recommend uh, um, the new noise counseling ones. Um, you can get uh, the ear, uh, what are they called? AirPods. Um, they're really good. They tend to go a pretty good distance, but I've had other people use other types of Bluetooth and it works great. The biggest thing is, is figuring out, because um, I'm teaching now like anywhere from, believe it or not, from like five to eight a week of these. Um, I'm actually doing full training with a couple of people that are already clients that I have that I can't train all the time at the barn that I train out of. So two days a week, she's at my barn and two days a week, she does at her house. So the things that you have to figure out is when you set it up, you can set it up for dressage people. You would want to put it at the end of the arena because you can get a better view, but you can also put it on the side and still have a, a great shot. Um, you have to be careful that you don't ride too close to it because it can lose you. And if it loses you, it's no big deal. I just tell people to circle back around. I would say out of all the lessons I've taught so far, I think I've lost somebody three times. It's not that big of a deal. Um, and the only other thing that you want to think about is when you set it up in your arena, if somebody goes deep into a corner where there's shadows, there's a possibility that you may lose that person then. But it's so simple um, because you can just tell the person to circle back in front of the camera and it picks you right back up. Let's see. What else can I tell you? Um, if you decide to go with a tripod, um, there's the one suggestion of, uh, I guess you can get weighted tripods where you can put like a bucket of sand or something at the bottom of it. So it doesn't blow over. Um, um, but what's so cool about it and only, and is the Pivo meet Facebook group. What I love about them is that the, inventors of PIVO, the most recent update um, for the iPhone was like the 14 point something one. And they said, yeah, don't update your phone. We're working on a bug. And within two days, they had it figured out. And what I just, what fascinates me is, you know, when I was in Florida, I had a couple of people doing PIVO or Pixio or Pixum lessons. And that thing is very hard to set up. It's like over a thousand dollars. And you have to set up these little things, markers in your arena. And it works fabulous. But I have to tell you, I don't know that I would know any difference between a PIVO and doing a Pixio lesson because the PIVO zooms in and out. You can actually also, and this, I don't recommend this, but you can set up that, this is kind of creepy actually, um, that if Tigger, if you could have, you can set up when we're doing a lesson, if you want me to have control of the zoom where I can zoom in and zoom out. So like I could be controlling the phone as you're going around. Wow. Yeah. Now I don't recommend that because I don't I'd have to tell you where to go all the time. And the camera, it follows and zooms in, it zooms in and out really very easily. Um, yeah, it's, I have to tell you, it's the coolest thing. Um, I did see on one of the Facebook groups that they have that somebody, um, I think in the UK is, has made a, um, cause the, 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 Pivo itself is not, it's no bigger than an average size, say like coffee cup the the, the, you know, the roundness of it, um, doesn't weigh that much. So you can see the idea is a lot of people want to set it on a fence and they actually made a fence stand. It's just this cute little community of people and always trying to like kind of figure out ways. And if someone has a problem that you can go there to figure out how, um, apparently you can also, the other big advantage of this is that you can go into the regular PIVO mat, um, the PIVO app and just say, Tigger, you wanted to, um, just video your lesson. Well, you can video your lesson with nobody there and and record it to your phone, which is to me fascinating. So when you um, do it when you do it that way, 
and you record mm-hmm. it to your phone because I thought it would be really cool to have so I can film myself riding and then watch back go, oh, that's not at all what that's, I thought I was right. doing, right? Um, so the right. Pivo is a separate little camera mm-hmm. and the separate little camera sends it to your oh. phone or is the Pivo the app in your no. phone? It's the app in your phone. Okay, so you, you have a, there's a setting there that says, um, just film it and keep it to yourself. Don't put it on for anybody else. Okay. Well, when you do, yes. So the, the, the thing to understand is there's the Pivo app that connects and you do all the settings um, that you need to do. Like you have to put it on frenzy and predictive follow and all and landscape and all these things, which if you get one, I can very easily explain how to do it. I, I, my friend took a screenshot of what it should look like. And it's, it's just, I'm, I'm telling you, I figured it out. I'm just going to leave it there. Tigger's rolling on the floor. Um, but I'm in disbelief. You want to so re- continue. Right. I mean, I don't even check emails. I don't even know how to do. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, but what the, the little Pivo the, that you put your phone on that connects Bluetooth wise, which then goes through the Pivo app, which then records it to your phone. Now you have to make sure that you have storage on your phone or that you, and there's a way to set it up that you can store it in your Pivo gallery, or you can put it directly, I believe into the cloud or directly on your phone. And you have to make sure that that's all you know, you have enough storage space. Mm -hmm. So, but that doesn't, you have to be, even when you go on to Pivo meet, which invites somebody, these people invites your instructor into the room to see you. Like if you, if you decided, Hey, I want you to watch me ride my horse. You could send her the thing. And then just the two of you are in the room and, and the phone follows you, but no one else can get in. In fact, I don't know the only, this is what question I was going to ask on the Facebook group is that if I said, if Tiggers is going to have a lesson with me, can she send the link to you and me and we can all three be in the room or it's only limited to two people. I'm that I don't know. Um, but one of the things, that you that apparently you can do and i haven't tried this yet is initially when you're having a lesson a virtual lesson which is in the pivo meet app um they i didn't think you could actually record the lesson and make it you know obviously be a virtual lesson but apparently you can there's a way to do it i haven't i haven't practiced that yet but so you can actually record your lesson and the, the cool thing is is so you know, I was doing FaceTime lessons for, I can't tell you how long. And, you know, the, the clarity wasn't always so good. And sometimes it would kind of cut in and cut out or, you know, whatever, it wasn't any good, but you always had to have someone stand there with a the phone. And that was, you know, just kind of daunting. Well, you can set all this up and not have another soul there. That's the thing that makes it so liberating. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's, it's just absolutely fascinating. And for the price, so what I recommend, so if you go on Facebook or excuse me, Amazon, and you can order it. From, I didn't get mine. I got mine directly from Pivo. I paid $179, but you want to get what's called the Pivo Silver because it comes with uh, a nice little travel case that the Pivo goes in. And it's seriously, it's half of the size, a quarter of the size of an egg carton. It's not very big, but it's a nice protective case. The Pivo's in there and then they'll all send you a mount that you can put on top of um, the Pivo. So there's a mount that the Pivo comes with that your phone can slip into, or you can get another, another mount. I, I, I recommend getting the other mount just in case. Um, I think where that comes in handy is probably with a tripod. I haven't used it yet, but that's what everybody recommends, but it also comes with a remote. And so for a hundred and right now, $169 
uh, with free shipping, if you have Prime, you can get all of that stuff. Um, and you're literally, you can be set up and ready to go within uh, 10 minutes, maybe less. It's pretty cool. Wow. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and other things to think about, like, if you're going to set this up with your instructor or whether you're doing it with dogs or sports stuff is with horses, you have to be careful because if another, you can't have anybody else in the arena because it will pick up another horse. That's good. Does that make sense? So yeah. Yeah. You only have one person in there. And I was a little fearful because one of my clients sets it up on this wall that they have, and then there's a nice arena, but then beyond there, there's horses out in the field. And it doesn't pick up on that, which is good. But you just have to, those are little things, you little tiny things, glitches that you figure out. But literally, I mean, it, you know, I'm just telling you, if I can figure this out, pretty <laughs> Anybody <laughs> can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can't recommend it enough. It is just a wonderful tool and it's made it really. And what's super neat about this um, is, you know, for me, I have, I, you know, I, I have clients kind of all over the place and I have a bunch of people and I, I can't, um, it's just so nice. You can literally be at home. I can wake up, have some coffee, you know, feed my dogs and then start to teach lessons. I mean, I teach two lessons before I ever even get to the barn and it's so much more relaxing doing it from your barn, from your, your house, Mm -hmm. but I can do it from, you can do it from your phone. Um, I I have an iPad. I prefer to do it from there, but I could stop and do it in my truck somewhere or my car somewhere. I mean, you can, what's neat for me is when I go to Florida, I won't have to stop the training of my clients at home, which is, you know, Tigger, you know how that is. Yeah. That's always the thing when you leave, how hard that is. And um, I'm actually going to start doing PIVO clinics. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. I don't know why it just, but it's just technology. I have to tell you, this is a part of technology. I think it's really cool. It just <laughs> has been such a cool thing. It really has been a cool thing. Um, so yeah. So if anybody that's listening to this has any questions, please feel free to contact, uh, you know, um, me on our Facebook page, healthy critters. Radio because it, it's it's a really it's a great tool and it just uh, it's been so helpful uh, for my clients that either can't get in with me or you know because where I am in Texas there aren't a, a ton of you know trainers and um, it just makes it uh, it makes it more available for me to be able to help other people plus I get to, I get it from my trainer I can have my trainer help me so it's it's just a win win all around I couldn't recommend it more. And now we're at Critter Nutrition, and we're going into part two of the quercetin story. This is bioavailability and dosage. Bioavailability isn't just a concept. It's an actual measurement of the amount of absorption that reaches systemic circulation. As a formulator, it is one of my most important evaluations of a raw material. There can be no efficacy without bioavailability. As I dug through research on quercetin's effects, a consistent issue of bioavailability was noted in the studies. I went through current equine supplements on the market that contain quercetin and wondered, how can we be sure the quercetin is effective? The most common forms of quercetin in supplements are quercetin glycoside, quercetin aglycone, and quercetin dihydrate. 
Numerous studies have shown that these forms of quercetin have poor solubility that limits bioaccessibility and bioavailability. One human study indicated that quercetin glycoside absorption was only 3% to 17% at a dose of 100 milligrams. Numerous published research on quercetin continues to point out the challenges with quercetin absorption. Research has shown very poor oral availability of quercetin glycoside, the form of quercetin found in most supplements. Quercetin glycoside has poor water solubility and low oral absorption in supplement form. Some estimations are that only 20% of quercetin supplementation reaches the blood. Other factors that affect bioavailability are the composition of the gut microbiota, pharmaceutical medications, and metabolic disease. Quercetin is a lipophilic compound, therefore dietary fat enhances its bioavailability. Quercetin consumed in whole food form, for instance eating an apple, has higher bioavailability than supplemental quercetin glucoside. One apple supplies 13 milligrams of quercetin. To reach a minimum therapeutic level in horses requires 500 milligrams to 1,000, uh, 500 milligrams per 1,000 pound horse. That's a lot of apples. Assessing the correct dosage of various herbs or nutraceuticals for horses often relies on a multiplication factor of three to five times the human dose, sometimes more. In the case of quercetin, the common dose for human ranges from 100 milligrams to 200 milligrams per day. So if we use 200 milligrams and multiply that by three, we get 600 milligrams as a starting point for dosing in horses. If we go higher and multiply by five, we get 1,000 milligrams as a dose. For example, the human recommended dietary allowance of vitamin E is 22.5 international units per day. But therapeutic levels are generally anywhere between 200 and 1,000 or more international units per day. The recommended minimum daily intake for horses in vitamin E, based on the National Research Council, is one to two international units per kilogram of body weight, which would be 500 international units per day for a 1,000-pound horse. Therapeutic levels are considerably higher anywhere from 2,000 to 5,000 or more international units per day. If we take the high end of the human therapeutic dose of vitamin E at 1,000 international units and multiply it by 5, we get the higher end of the therapeutic dose for horses, 5,000 international units per day. The equine supplements I looked at containing quercetin provided dosages ranging from 105 to 295 milligrams per day. One did contain 400 milligrams of quercetin, which I was happy to see. But still, based on 200 milligrams of quercetin for humans, 400 milligrams for horses is probably not enough therapeutically. It would need to be 600 milligrams. It's possible that some companies use the lower end of the human dose, 100 milligrams, and multiply that by a factor of three, getting to 300 milligrams or more. However, from my perspective of poring over research and public, published studies on the low bioavailability of quercetin, using the human dose would need a multiplier of seven. 
A study published in 2018 demonstrated the bioavailability of a novel form of quercetin called quercetin phytosome. Developed by a company in Italy, this unique form of quercetin is bound to lecithin and showed significant improvements in both vitro solubility and oral absorption by healthy volunteers in a human clinical study as compared to unformulated quercetin. The study showed that quercetin phytosome facilitated very high plasma levels of quercetin, up 20 times more than usually obtained from quercetin glucoside, demonstrating that it's the most bioavailable form of quercetin on the market. What makes quercetin phytosome different is that it's bound to lecithin. Phospholipids have shown to improve solubility, oral absorption and biological effects in other antioxidants such as an astaxanthin. Not really a surprise that quercetin 2 benefits from phospholipids such as lecithin. Where does quercetin and quercetin phytosome come from? Quercetin phytosome comes from flowers from the Japanese pagoda tree. This tree has thousands of years of use in humans and animals. Biostar only uses quercetin phytosome. We use this form of quercetin because of its proven absorption. What is the point of quercetin supplementation if it can't reach the small intestine? In our upcoming allergy respiration supplement, Alarex EQ, we start with a human dose of 200 milligrams and multiply by five to provide 1,000 milligrams of quercetin per serving for horses. Our beta tests on various horses showed us this dose provides efficacy. Currently, there are several American human supplement companies that use this form of quercetin in their supplements. I have been unable to find any horse or dog supplements that provide quercetin phytosome. I think I know why. The cost of this patented raw material is significant. It is so expensive that I nearly had a heart attack during consultations with this Italian producer. In the end, we couldn't settle for second best, so we decided on the highly bioavailable quercetin phytosome. The health benefits of quercetin for horses and dogs is just too great to use a cheaper, less bioavailable version. And here we are at Coffee Clatch, and the inspiration for Coffee Clatch this week, which is if your dog could play a musical instrument, what would it be? Came from the fact that I'm rewatching Mozart in the Jungle. Um, if you haven't seen it on Amazon, it's just a fantastically delightful series about the New York Symphony and its crazy conductor. And I just started thinking, well, you know, because I have eight dogs, um, you know, they could form their own like a little <laughs> symphony orchestra. Who would play what? So um, uh, I think um, Keen, if he was in a symphony, he would be the drummer. But if he was in a rock band, he'd be the lead singer. He'd play, you know, lead guitar because he can jump in the air like Pete Townsend. Oh, he'd be one of those head shaking dudes, huh? (laughs) No, no, no. He'd be airborne, you know, playing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that that would be that would be Keen. Uh, Kimasabi is very sound sensitive, so he'd be more of a, a harp or maybe a flute or piccolo player. Mm. Um, 
I don't have any violinists, or um, but I do think um, that Wookie would um, really fit for the piano because I think she would sort of like rock out if she could play the piano. You know, she'd be sort of uh, the Chuck Berry. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Australian Shepherd version, female version of uh, of of Chuck Berry on the the piano. She would be no, she would not be a Liberace. Let's put it that way. How about you, Patty? Well, I <laughs> um, I I was funny when you were saying that about Keen because Keen and Catch to me are so similar in so many yes. ways. But I I I put Catch down as like a saxophone. Because it would be something different. But I can see little... him in black oh, yeah. and dark sunglasses mm-hmm. and a hat. Yeah. 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 No, he's just. His he's brothers. Just, he, yeah. Yeah. He just. Yeah, no. um, Burke, Burke would play like a drum or a bongo. <laughs> just because he, he just likes to use his little paws. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I could just see him um, over a little bongo. Um, I don't Angus, see him as a percussionist at all. Oh no, he's really he's really good with his little feet. He's so good with his, actually. I mean, I think anything that Burke would do would be just super cute. So he could he could do anything. Actually, he could be a singer too. But he's yeah. But anyway, um, no, it's not. But I was also going to. I see him playing the harmonica. No, see, I have Rio is doing the harmonica. That's Ah, interesting. Because you know, Rio, Rio, Rio would do a little singing. You know, he doesn't have all his teeth. He pull pull that down he likes to you know he he makes a lot of noise for a tiny little package you know just he makes a lot of noise so i had him with the harmonica but i could see he and burke could go back and forth with that for sure um i had i had angus playing the oboe oh wow because he because i don't know he's just chunky and i could just see him (laughs) i don't know i just thought the oboe, like when i was looking up musical instruments i was like that's just such a cool looking thing i can see doing that so I can see him doing the oboe. So that, Jennifer? So what do you have? Yeah. Well, let's see here. Since Pickles lives in Georgia now, the Greyhound, yes. I chose mm-hmm. to choose an instrument for Scooter, the Hackney Pony. Aha. Uh-huh. Because, hello, he's a Hackney Pony. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Hackney Ponies really are cartoon characters come to life. Ah, uh, 100%. <laughs> Which, of course, made me think of El Cabong. So ah. Scooter is going to play the giant, oversized mariachi guitar. <laughs> the one that's as big as the human being itself that's playing it. <laughs> That's hysterical. That's what he's And he, he'd have to sit down for that, right? I mean, you... Is that something you sit down and play, or do you have to stand up? And no, play it, ha- it? it the L, the uh, oversized mariachi guitar has a strap on it to wear it over your shoulder, but the strap is super <laughs> super short, so it's like up under your chin. But the guitar is so giant, it goes all the way down to your knees. Yeah, it's the mariachi I think I get guitar. It. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and wanna, then he will periodically what... take it off and smash something mm-hmm. with it. Thus, the El Cabong. <laughs> Now, I, I want to know what your horse would play. Nigel? What's Nigel Me? going to play? Oh. Nigel? Nigel is going to play the wood blocks. You know the little wood blocks they gave you in kindergarten? I do. 
and you all you got were two pieces of wood and you'd smack them together. Yeah, that's what oh, Nigel gosh, would yeah. play because that's really all he can be trusted with. <laughs> he couldn't play the mm. triangle. No, he'd poke himself with that. <laughs> yeah, oh, so he'd poke himself with that. He he'd impale, and he might get splinters from those wooden blocks. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> Patty, what would Fupa the cat play? Oh my gosh. Oh, Fupa, 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 Fupa would um, you know, you know when they have all the bells, she would just pick up the bells and ring them. <laughs> just randomly ring them. The least, yeah, yeah, and it would be the least amount of effort, but but she'd want the most attention. So that would absolutely that's what Fupa would do. It's like hands down. Yeah. And she, you know, she would expect you to adore her. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Fupa and um <laughs> and Hedwig would get along well. <laughs> oh, I do too. They'd be competing for a head diva. <laughs> yeah, but because they're a different species, I think they'd be okay. I think they'd be. I think they could just really talk I about how Fupa would how whoop Hetty's ass. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> well, so I, you know, the cat I'm, just being a cat has the advantage. Exactly. Well. In our family, we have uh, my my best friend for, for years and years and years. Her name is Kelly Farmer. And um, the kids used to say that Aunt Kelly had a purse. Like she would make this look that would make that literally I witnessed my children pee themselves out of fear. And she wouldn't say a word. And she would just look at them. Fupa has the same ability. Like Fupa, Fupa is my friend you know, my friend Kelly in cat form and she doesn't have to do much. And like the dogs will go by and she'll like lift her paw and they'll just scatter, like <laughs> fearfully scatter. So, yeah. So just, just, just the minimum. So. Well, if your dog could play an instrument, let us know and send us a postcard at Biostar US 1 Cleveland street, suite 800 Gordonsville, Virginia, Two two nine four two. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to HealthyCrittersRadio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with your orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Walk with your wookie. Yawn with your yak. Twitter with your toucan. Go raining with your reindeer. Dropbox your dragon. <laughs> 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 <laughs>